podcast name in the podcast game. Ken and Mila are the unacceptable podcast. What is up, you guys? We are coming at you on this uh, wonderful Friday night. Is it 9-11 today? Reminds Happy me 9-11. Of, reminds me of that tragedy. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awful. If, Either if way. Any, if any of your parents died in 9-11, we're sorry. Very sorry. Yeah, anyway, I, it genuinely was a tragedy. Um, so my, my advice to uh, governments is to not arm islamist groups uh it uh you don't want to give them power unless you really have to not a good idea uh so i the last two podcasts i just need to say some things yeah let let it out the last two podcasts i have literally left halfway through i've felt like i've had nothing to say um i find it hard to talk politics on zoom i find it hard to talk at all on zoom with more than two people um, I, I find I'm trying to like in person, I would, I would probably be like, are you serious? Or like try and make eye contact to, to judge good faith. But on zoom, it's just like, I, I want to be polite. So I just don't say anything. And then I'm just like, lose any natural conversational back and forth that there is. So, um, I don't know if I can do zoom. Me and Mila have talked about this and I can't do zoom politics right now. Mm-hmm. Um, please empathize with me. I do feel like a bit of a bitch, but I just can't do it right now. Um, and thank you for your, your patience. Do, do you, yeah, Mila, thoughts? Yeah, people have been supportive. They have been checking in on you to make sure that you're well. Um, so so thanks, guys, uh, thanks, for guys. sending the love. Uh, I will be launching a sister podcast for these uh, political conversations and we will be premiering this weekend. So do stay tuned for that. Uh, our family is expanding, so to speak. Uh, and so, so it's, it's gonna be good. Uh, we got an interesting set of voices coming on and uh, we have a, a fun episode planned on, the, on that front as well. So I'm sorry you guys are stuck with even more of me. Um, but, uh, it looks like, yeah, we're, we're launching some new projects, new exciting things. Uh, so yeah. How's your week been, Ken? It's been good. There's been a lot of smoke in the air. I actually, can you, is there more firmed up about the, the, is the name settled and everything? Yeah. It's the, what is it called? We will be revealing the name when it releases um but yeah we do have a name um we we do have a guest for the first episode so it's hopefully gonna be good there's four of us so it's gonna be a little bit more saturated with some voices uh two out of the three other guests have already been on our podcast before so um yeah, you, there'll be familiar voices to listeners of Unacceptable. I'm excited. Yay. I'll uh, get y- super trigged and like phone in maybe. No, just kidding. That'd be really obnoxious. <laughs> uh, so Vancouver's been like nuts lately. First of all, there's been so many moths. Like Vancouver is just like a big lamp. But the moths don't bother me. Everyone's talking about the moths. There's like 30 in my room. Like, I'm not even kidding you guys. There's 30 moths in my room. <laughs> but it's just Actually, weird. It's just weird. Enough, Norm Macdonald has a famous moth joke. Oh, uh, about the the light was on? Yeah, it's classic. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, is it weird though? I thought at this time of year, uh, there's just a lot of dead moths. No, but there's like a legit infestation that apparently only happens like every 30 years. Really? And uh, it was crazy. Like the other morning I went to the track and there was just like a ton of moss just on the ground on the track. And then as you run, they all flutter up. Wow. Uh, it looks crazy. It's so weird. So we have that going on. And then we also have the smoke that's coming from California. And all of this started with a gender reveal party. Yeah, I heard about that. I just am baffled. Like, I didn't know people had these like grand things for Gen- like who cares no one cares what gender identity your child is, important, is. Mila. identity is important i just like i it's 
Maybe know. I'm an identarian. I yeah. identitarian. You lib. No, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy to me that like you'd have such an extravagant thing over like what sex your baby's gonna be. Yeah, that's the general reaction the internet's had. I fucking hate Reddit and Imager. I sound like the most miserable curmudgeon. Maybe I am. Why, why do you go okay. on them then? Like, I well, okay, really so there's a pandemic and I'm really lonely. And uh, I realized to everyone, like, part of the reason I was on Tinder so much is not just because I was horny, but also because I was lonely. Mm-hmm. That's kind of sad. I've been realizing a lot of things recently. Yeah. Um, but because I need community, you know? I just, like, hate those. I just hate all my communities. Like a dick. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I mean, I think um, our, our friends over at, at Twink Rev, they just had this guy on their podcast named Caleb Maupin, who was just wonderful. And he was talking about how, you know, now that people are less religious and less patriotic because, like, there's myths that have, in some cases, been rightly dispelled, um, people are feeling lost because they haven't been replaced with anything and any Mm. sense of, like, shared community. Yeah. And and so, like, you can't just leave an empty void because that's, Mm -hmm. like, what's going to make people miserable. And I totally agree with that. And I think, like... I mean, there are communities that, like, I've sought out to find meaning that whether it's been, like, a scholarly community or, like, a fitness community, and I think, you know, just having some sort of, like, community that has, first of all, like, regularity. Like, I think one of the things about religion that's so um, special in a way is that it's it's like uh, consistent in the sense that, like you know every Sunday you're gonna go to church um and then like the priest is gonna try and get you in the back no, that's <laughs> awesome. um yeah but I might I also add some myths have been wrongly dispelled yeah what do you mean wrongly dispelled uh like that God isn't real yeah I mean I don't think anyone can definitively say that God is not real even even I can't say that, and I've tried. But even I. Even I, the, the what, heathen in residence. What uh, What's your favorite community? Because I hate most of the communities I'm part of. I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a dick. Um, I, Look at that. There's a, speak of the devil, there's a moth on my hand. I'm like Gandalf. <laughs> I just caught it, and now he's been summoning me. Moth city. Um, I've had a few that I've just found so wholesome and meaningful. And one of them was when I was at McGill, um, my... Uh, research fellowship on uh, constitutional studies sounds very nerdy and weird but it was actually a very fulfilling thing for me um, because we would have like a conversation there would be people like with all different kinds of ideological backgrounds but there was also a social component where we would like go to dinner and like we'd all kind of be going through similar stresses in Mm -hmm. academia as well so Mm -hmm. that's one of them and then also when I was at McGill I was part of a powerlifting club and that was like, that really gave me meaning as well. You know, we'd be like cheering each other on and like, another thing is like, we were all not in the same weight class. So it didn't really feel like we were competing with each other either. Mm -hmm. Like we really felt like a team. Yeah. I think team sports are one of the things that are like really great. Honestly, my soccer team is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. But it's not a community in the sense that I play like the stoic, male with a beard like i just grunt and play soccer i don't like share anything mm-hmm. uh i don't know maybe that's okay yeah i mean it depends and like sometimes you have to like search and find i just find like the internet has yeah. always been the worst place to find My community porn hub community <laughs> <laughs> oh man you guys are like i know you guys think it some people think it's like i shouldn't say you guys there's the funniest Pornhub comments about like don't kill yourself, bro. Uh, <laughs> but there, there's like a subreddit called Pornhub comments. It's great. But I, I know you guys think, or some people think I shouldn't accuse anybody of anything. But the YouTube scene is like all like alt right people. But honestly, the YouTube scene is pretty great. There's like a lot of left YouTubers, and they're all annoying as fuck too. Except for content. All of them? Holy shit! I can't. Keep no, that. not all of them. But there's like, there's like a like. I don't think YouTube. I think YouTube is similar to 
like Twitter and that like you can find yeah. any sort of community that yeah. you want. Um, and, and so like people who try to characterize it ideologically, I think are missing the mark. I think they're just looking for something to like yeah. fit their point. Um, because there is a very active leftist YouTube scene. I'm being uh, I'm being a little unfair. There are a lot of leftist YouTubers that I think are really great, like Peter Coffin, and um, I do really like Contrapoints, even though she's like kind of canceled on the left. But is she? Yeah, people always find something to get mad at her over. Um, but I think she's really fair and like funny. I don't know if I can. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> You're gonna leave again? No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, on nine eleven, uh, you're gonna abandon the best way to to end it all. Um. Um, <laughs> no, but I feel like these communities are not as stable as like real life. I not to sound like a boomer, but I really no, feel I, I like nothing right. can replace like real life community. Yeah, um, like I think. Me. I That's correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is that is my most normy opinion, um, because I think you can't really like on the internet. I feel like it's way easier to like mask who you are, and I think everyone else can like sense how inauthentic everyone else is on the web as well. And so yeah. there's always like a kind of tension and anxiety that's like looming over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, I really don't. Like I, I I like I enjoy my time on Twitter, like, but I don't think it replaces the community that you can get from things like sports. Mm -hmm. Um like things where you're like pushing yourself and other people are like encouraging you to like be better. Yeah. Wait, um, so why is ContraPoints cancelled? Oh, I don't even know. I'm like sorry it's hard to make you play like like secondhand reporter, but like this is she, like she's trans. You can't cancel her. She's not like the correct type of trans person, ah, like it's, you know, like. Um, but I don't want to get in trouble for saying that. I like, but she. <laughs> I don't even know. Like I don't even like. There's some really like there. Is, she said some stuff that. Like pertained to something very like specific in the trans community that I didn't don't really understand mm -hmm. so it's hard for me to like explain it okay can you okay fair enough yeah I'm just like I'm just like trying to get you into trouble here it sounds like <laughs> it's okay I just went on twink revolution yesterday and talked about some uh gender politics and like they were like do you want to like uh is there anything you want us to edit out <laughs> really and what I did was you say? Like, I was like, just use your discretion. <laughs> it was <laughs> like after ultimate. a long day. I had five hours of class yesterday. And yeah. It was so tiring. And That's like, the ultimate Chad move. Like, you guys decide. I don't give a fuck. It's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I, so I started school this week. And, like, my actual classes this week. And, uh, it's been really funny. I've been kind of like trying to like hint that I'm like a, a Marxist to like try and like uh, give my like signal, dog my bat whistle. signal. You've been yeah, dog whistling. I've been trying to dog whistle and like no one's been taking the bait. This should be a series. About like me a, trying to dog whistle. A mini, a mini documentary or something, yeah. Me trying to find the Marxist. I was, you know, I feel like I've been sold a lie. Like, like I'm like, you know, I'm supposed to go to university and it's supposed to be full of Marxists. Um, and so, like, I kind of want my money back. Mm -hmm. Hashtag sad. Didn't, didn't Slavoj, I think I've seen a film of Slavoj Zizek say that he's not really a Marxist. He just says that to trigger people. No, he said Stalinist. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. He said, I, he said, like, I tell people that I'm a Stalinist to trigger them. Oh. <laughs> uh. That's where I got it from. I'm gonna kill myself. Uh oh. I guess it's working. <laughs> Today I was driving like over the bridge and uh like one of the lanes were closed and like there was a guy standing at the bridge and the police had handcuffed him. And I was thinking, like, was he trying to commit the suit? Like was he a jumper? 
And then I was thinking, like, imagine if you're, like, about to kill yourself and then you just get, like, handcuffed. Like, imagine oh, how terrible you would feel. Maybe some part of you is happy, though. That you're, like, in cuffs? I mean, there's always, like, a, a duality to suicide, I think. Mm. I mean, at least you didn't go through with it fail and wake up in the hospital, like, brain dead. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that would suck. That's, like, the worst possible outcome. You know, when yeah. you're, like, a teenager and you research, like, how to kill yourself, and then there's, like... <laughs> yeah, when you're, when you're a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> For legal reasons, it's when you're a teenager. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I bet you in 20 years there'll be, like, heavily regulations on, like, Googling how to kill yourself. We're in the golden age of the internet here, folks. Like, I'm sure, like, like your parents will get a message from your internet service provider. And, like, Being, like, uh, your child. Yeah. Yo, what the fuck? Well, that's why, like, you use incognito. Um, <laughs> that a, that's a joke, right? Yeah. Good one, good one. But there's, uh, like, I remember looking at something, there'd be warnings, like, like, it'd be, like, pros, blah, blah, blah. And there's, like, cons. You might end up brain dead. <laughs> yeah. And, like, live. And I'm, like, wow, like, this is, like, some, like, very concise analysis. Like, yeah. these guys have really thought it through. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And there's always, like, a contradiction in, like, mental health discourse because people are, like, okay, like, you should be open about things and, like, not be afraid <laughs> of stigma. Yeah. But then, well, like, yeah. if you oh, are open, God. then you're going to be, like, reported to the authorities. Wow. When you put it like that, it sounds so dystopian. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, it's been used before. Like, the word stigma is, is like, hilarious. Like, you just you can't just say stigma and then it's, like, fine. Oh, my God, I know. I was in criminal law the other day and, like, because they use stigma in the law, like, the term, but it doesn't Real really mean... stigma against rape. Yeah, no, 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 really. Like, they, but they don't mean, like, how we mean it. Yeah, yeah, how, like, yeah. activists mean it. Like, they'll be, like, if the crime includes, like, relevant social stigmas, then you have to assume this. Assume. Like, but, like, when they say stigma, they don't mean, like normalize murder like you know what I yeah mean. yeah um, normalize suicide <laughs> yeah so so that's you know it's not but it is like a funny way of putting it but yeah it is kind of like hopeless i feel like because i think it's also used like i was reading about um tunisia and there was like the one of the presidents who like he um went on live tv during ramadan and drank orange juice to like try and be like this is ridiculous like the fasting stuff no and then, but then like people use that to like say that he's mentally ill and unfit to lead mm. like they use this patronizing thing like oh look at this insane old guy drinking orange juice and thinking he's making a point i guess we have to like take away his position did it work yeah yeah. Wait, where was this again? In Tunisia. Oh, damn. This was like decades ago now, though. But yeah, I remember reading about that and thinking like, wow, I wonder like if that's the new like future of power. Where you're just like being like... Oh, like, like woke mental illness? Yeah. Like, clearly this person is suffering from like... Like they need to take oh, some... Oh, and then do you want to get really uncomfortable? Like bigotry, like religions that are like anti-homosexuality? Like, they're like, all oh, mentally me. ill. We need to lock them up. Wait, the homosexuals? No, like, <laughs> religions that are against, like, homosexuality. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a, there's a woke angle where someone could be like, let's just put them all in, in prison. God. I haven't seen anyone advocate for that yet, but... Not yet. No, Not no. yet. First they came for the orange juice. <laughs> uh. That's a good episode title. <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean i don't know i wonder if it's gonna be like like i just envision even like among friends like imagine trying to like take power in your friend group and be like oh we need to give this person like some space to like the ultimate gaslight fucking yeah. hell holy shit space. now i'm just like conspiracy isolation <laughs> yeah no now you've got me going like i was about to be like am i mentally ill <laughs> <laughs> ironic but like yeah you could like 
I thinking of our friend group, I'm trying to think of like what the power play would be. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's no way to make this funny. No, absolutely not. This is it was a either way it's a tragedy. Now, mental illness isn't funny. How fucking dare you if you were laughing just now? <laughs> um, so I've been doing I've been doing YouTube live streams. Those have been fun. Oh really? How are those been? Um they're kind of autistic and retarded, but Okay. Like in in the full, like they're good. They're great. They're what I need to be doing, I think. But they're also very vulnerable. So, like I didn't I didn't know at first that YouTube posted them after I did them. I've been doing them on YouTube, <laughs> and so I was like, "Fuck, that's scary." I go on these like random tangents about like how Pornhub is going to be the new hosting site when YouTube clamps down too much. People just switch to Pornhub because then they can get away with saying whatever they want, and it's like more fun. I mean, oh if Pornhub, if Pornhub was honestly down to like tighten up their like fucked up porn shit, and then like, but just allow like, you know, quote unquote free speech shit, like I could, and then like maybe remove some of the fucked up ads on the side of their shit, like that could literally be the way to like, they'd be really funny and dystopian and haha, but like I could totally see in five years if that was like the main hosting site. That would terrify me. I think Why? Be, I think that would be so bad for people. It'd be funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really like, am maybe against you could be, this. Maybe you could this. be like Pornhub safe mode or some shit. Well, I'm just really against this like attempt to like normalize porn. I don't I think, think I think porn is evil. I'm just talking about like like the, the streaming, like who hosts like creators, like DIY mm. creators. Interesting. <laughs> like, I mean, imagine if Contra gets like YouTube's like, we've had enough. This trans person mm. is really confusing us. We need to get rid of them. And then, and then she, maybe she go to Vimeo or like, what's an alternative? Yeah, I think Vimeo is the alt platform. But nobody, it's like, it's like a douchey, cliquey thing. That's how I perceive Vimeo. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I've never seen anything on it, so I'm, I'm not even sure. I think TikTok is becoming a big thing. That's not a. You can't have a long form anything on TikTok though. I know, but everyone has ADD, so it's like people. Not us. Not all people. <laughs> Honestly, even. I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think, unless TikTok starts, oh, fuck. What if TikTok, like, has the tech, like, the bandwidth technology in the next year is there, and then they invest in, like, intense servers, and, and they can host everything. Possible. And China's just, like, got everything on camera. Well, they, they might, like, grab that market of people who just want to say whatever the fuck. Yeah. So. It'd be so f- ironic if China was, like, the world leader in hosting free speech, like, internationally. <laughs> I don't think it'd be any more ironic than America doing it. Uh, I think it'd be a little more ironic, but that way. Um, but you know, I I mean, either way, these tech companies are going to become our new overlords, and so like these multinational corporations are becoming like on par with like government power, and sometimes exceeding government power. Um, and so their death's going to be like the new overlords. So. So, what's the ideal future? Like, how do we get on top of this? Better learn how to praise Mark Zuckerberg. If anybody wants to invest in my streaming platform, the only rule is that there's no hardcore pornography allowed. You can <laughs> say whatever you want. You can be, like, a titty streamer. You can be naked and talking about whatever it's the fuck like you want. like OnlyFans. Like, no, but OnlyFans, you, you have to pay for individual creators. Mm, okay. To I've heard. I mean, I don't. I actually don't have an OnlyFans. That's some next level shit. No offense to any of our <laughs> listeners with OnlyFans. No, I fans. can't. I cannot fathom paying for that. That's like very strange to me. But, um, but yeah, it's very sex negative podcast. Um, is it sex negative and suicide? <laughs> is, I don't know if we're it's making a positive impact. Yeah, it's bad for the youth. That's why I put the explicit sign when we publish oh, okay. it so the youth know to stay away um do you but, like if you're 18 years old and you're listening to this do you think it has like a positive impact on you i don't know let us know guys do we... <laughs> <laughs> oh man i don't know i don't know so i was in the recording studio this week we uh finished a song nice it was, uh, it was fun. It's my first sort of experience in the studio. Uh, it's everyone, like done, done, done. Well, it's not finished like being produced, but it's, um, you know, it's like, 
like yeah. traditional iPods. Dude, play. studios are fucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have so much complaining to do about studios. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> There's always like some guy like poking his head in, like making sure you're not just killing the vibe in the room. Like when he opens the door, the seal is broken, all the air leaves, and you're like, "Hey, hey, dude, yeah, yeah, great. Like, how's it going?" And then he like leaves again, and you have to try and get back in your zone. <gasps> That's and you feel so like funny. an imposter, kind of, and you don't want to break anything. Oh, I, <laughs> it's a very limited, like, it's a skill to be able to do cool shit in a studio. It is. It really is. Like, I really um, see the purpose of, like, having a home studio, for sure. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's nice to not have to worry about producing, because it's, like, such a bitch to produce. Yeah. So, there's, like, you know. Yeah. I guess if you had, like, a sick band that you all felt like you were on the same page and you were super prepared... You can be like, no, we're going to do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. But honestly, you can be like, <laughs> we're going to do it live. And like a, a good take is more important than like it's sounding like you're a good producer. Kind of, There's actually a bit of tension there sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, no, I think that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like... what, is, what, what is the most positive um, influence on the public discourse that you have ever seen? Is it all like negative? I'm sure it's not. Um, what is? What do you think is like is wholesome? Wholesome. Uh, I feel like I have answers and I'm like blanking. Um, I don't know. What do you? Think? Uh, what do I? I honestly think. Um, Jordan Peterson telling neckbeards to get jobs is, is pretty is is a positive thing. Yeah, I think that is too. Um, yeah. I don't listen. I, I, I don't have a job right now. <laughs> it's really hard to get a job right now. I'm starting yeah, to get a job next mom and week. Dad, the economy. I said the most like mo- really. Yeah, I'm doing research in labor law. Damn. It'll be really fun, guys. I'm gonna be learn how to. Uh, to defend your rights like that so, video <laughs> I, know wait, you're right. I wonder could you do like pro bono unacceptable sponsored cases for like publicity <laughs> like when i'm licensed i guess oh you can't you can't represent someone unless you're licensed no but you can like be part of a legal advice clinic so i could still give like advice okay i think huh. Huh. Sure. but what about people defending themselves they have to like sorry you're not licensed you lose no, you can defend. I think you're allowed to represent yourself, but like, um, I think you cannot represent another person if you're not like licensed under the bar. Mm, I see. So, and I guess that's for like reasons where it's like, because like if you're a lawyer, you have a duty to like represent your client to like the best of your ability. Yeah. And I think if you're not licensed, like you're not able to provide like the best service. Yeah. But if it's like you representing yourself, then you're not really harming another person. Yeah. That would be the difference. But uh, my parents, my dad was like drunk at dinner and he was like, I was talking about visiting my friend on the island who's a, a woman. And he was like, is she in grade 11? So I was like, she's at school. I was like, so she's at school during the week. And he was like, is she in grade 11? And it was just a really, my, my mom was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> my dad was kind of drunk at dinner. Oh. oh god it was very it was boomerville it was great my parents yeah, had such a good right. such a good sense of humor with themselves <laughs> more so than me for sure yeah that's great when parents do. i know i described them to people as my aging parents and i got the okay today to do that it was great because <laughs> i saw someone i knew at mcdonald's and i was like oh yeah my sisters have gone to university i'm still at home with my aging parents and then they giggled and it was great <laughs> my dog is literally trying to kill himself i think like he's literally spends 12 hours a day eating things that will kill him mm. and then the other four like barking and then like four asleep and that's his day i think that's just because he's young it's retarded though like this dog is unfit evolutionarily that's not true he seemed pretty smart i, I don't think so no offense mom and dad if you're listening no offense to anybody but <laughs> You just gotta get Ryan to train him, I think. I yeah, that's, that's maybe. what you gotta do. Or you or, just gotta, or he'll just age out of his energy and just like chill. 
Mm. I, apparently, in like four months, he'll be like, like almost like geriatric. <laughs> yeah, I think you you do age, right? Like, cause my dog like calmed down a little bit. She's still kind of hype though. Yeah, but she's not always biting things, you know. Yeah, but she was when she was a pup. Exactly. So like age, he'll age out of always yeah. biting. Like he'll pull butter down from the counter and eat all the wrapper and shit. Just like yeah, shit like that. Yeah, no, for sure. So, I don't know. What else is new in society today? Uh, uh, what are we going to do about the moths? Nothing. I'm more concerned about the smoke. I was trying to work on my body today, and my lungs were not having fun in the smoke. Well, it's really funny because I was running and thinking, like, damn, why is my breathing so messed today? And I thought maybe I have the corona. Me? I thought I, okay, I thought I, nobody tell anybody, but I thought I had the corona too. There's such a stigma around having the corona these days. It's fascinating. Well, obviously, because like, it's infectious. Like, when you're trying to, like, not cough in public just because you have, like, a tickle in your throat, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, because you don't, like, it's contagious. Yeah, I don't know, I think we're fucked. (laughs) I think it's definitely going to be, like... It'll be okay eventually, but... I don't know, I don't know if a vax is coming. I'm working on one. Oh, thanks. I'm collaborating with Cherna. (laughs) (laughs) On a corona vaccine. You're going to get sanctioned for that. Am I? <laughs> if I just give it away for free, can you, like, do you have to inject in a, uh, or can I just, like, spray it from a helicopter, like, all over the world? I don't think you, that works. I mean, if you swallowed it, maybe, if it's the right kind, wouldn't that be cool? That would be really cool. But, but I then feel that like would open like... so many, like, dystopian possibilities if people are, like, spraying shit from helicopters. Well, I think you'd be violating, like, people's person because they don't consent to... The like, Geneva I, Convention? Well, because, like, I, even with any vaccine, like, you have to consent to having it. It's not, like, legally, like, mandatory. Yeah, I don't consent to this smoke in the air, though. <laughs> you can tell uh, California off the, for that. The laws of consent will be interesting with, like, the air and, like, arguably communal property. I'm sure sophisticated people have done sophisticated analysis of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm learning a lot of cool stuff about property hmm. and how people haven't even decided what it is. Fuck. I know. I was like, oh shit. What yeah. be it? I remember reading Tuck Everlasting in like grade five or some shit. <laughs> and, uh, or some shit. But like the first like chapter is like, does property extend all the way to the Earth's core and into the airspace? And I was like, hmm, I've never thought about that. Well, I read this case. The thing that I really enjoy about law, like, is that there's some like petty drama in it. And uh, we read this case today that was like this guy hunted an alligator and killed it, and then the state was like, "I'm kind of like butchering it because that's too long for me to like explain all the details." But um, essentially, this guy like hunted an alligator, and then the state was like, "No, you can't do that because the alligator is like." All the fauna or property in the state. What? Where is it? In Florida? In Australia. All the pro- all the all the fauna fauna is the animals, right? Yeah. Well, all that fauna is property of the state. That can't be correct. Um. Yeah. They they like issued like a protection act, and so like if you want to be able to hunt it, you need to get like a special permission from the state. Ah. Oh. And. Uh, my freedom. I think it's to like protect endangered species or whatever. Um, they're not fit for their environment. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Like, take it off. No, no, I'm with you. Australian I'm conservationist. Um, Fuck but... Australia. <laughs> Penal colony gone horribly wrong. Keep going. Well, so this guy was native, and he was like, like, well, don't my like, like, don't we have the right to like hunt or whatever because of like an indigenous title, right? to yeah. hunting and then but yeah they were like no because like you're like this is our like this law um overrides that because these are like property of the state whatever and uh and then like one of the arguments against that was like 
well, what do you mean by like property of the state? Because like, what about like migratory birds? Like, are they still property yeah. of the state when they leave Australia? <laughs> but it was like such a <laughs> sassy comment. And I was like, damn. Well, I mean, it'd be funny to have like an area where they were allowed to hunt his Aboriginal group. And then they have like practice where they like ferry all the animals into the <laughs> property and kill them all at once with like dynamite or some shit. Yeah, well, they're trying to be like, okay, well, you have to establish, like, what does it mean for it to be property of the state? How do you engender good faith? Because everything comes down to, like, that, in a way. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, in law or just in general? In general. I mean, it's impossible. I think that we just have good intuitions as, as to whether or not people are acting in good faith and I think like some like sometimes our intuitions don't fail us because I think we have like for instance there's like a sort of communal distrust of politicians like there's a stereotype that they're liars and I think like you know we can smell not everyone but a lot of people can smell the bullshit and I think that's like a kind of instinct that we've developed Mm -hmm. so I think that like in a lot of ways we can detect it I feel like I've like for the most part, been able to tell when people in my life are not acting in good faith. And There's a specific example where you're kind of blind, which is kind of funny to me, but I don't <laughs> want to say it. But like, yeah, I agree. I think you have, you're more attached to reality than I am. Mm-hmm. And I um, admire that about you. Thanks. I'm sure you're attached to reality too. Don't worry. As much as I can be. <laughs> I, I, I just think like, there are certain cues that you pick up on when people aren't acting in good faith and there's certain like conversational tones and techniques that reveal that people aren't acting in good faith Mm -hmm. um um but but i think like in general people can smell bullshit and i think sometimes what happens is is like people decide like they might be able to detect it but they decide that they don't want to call it out because yeah. it's too much effort. You know what I find that like really rings the alarm in my head is like when people are trying to convince you of something and they keep using your name in the conversation. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Be like, and you know what, Mila? Blah, blah, blah. What's your name? Mila? Okay, yeah, so Mila, you know what? I mean, you oh, know what I mean? man. It's like, like they watch like some like 10 minute video on YouTube like, like talk. personal power or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Those people that are like gurus of like influence are like so suspicious to me. I know. I know. Like some of them are nice people, but it's also like there's got to be something fundamentally wrong with you if this is your career. You're like trying to convince people that you can teach them to be influential and powerful through like like kind of basic psychology. Like, mm. Yeah, that stuff is so sus to me. And, like, I don't know. Like, I saw it a lot at, like, say, like, you see it at, like, car dealerships or, like, when people stop Man. you on the street, like, to donate to, like, their charity. Yeah. Be like, oh, uh, so what's your name? And then they'll be like, well, you know, Mila, a lot of girls don't get pads for their period around the world. And I'll be like, I know. Like,. <laughs> I I always try and use names when initiating a Tinder conversation. That actually like has a good it feels good to me too. Like it doesn't feel disingenuous. I don't say it like every time, but like the first one. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean like it's not like never it's not like don't call me by your name ever or whatever. But, that sounds uh, like some kind of like song name or like call, yeah. don't call me by my name. <laughs> no, like of course you need names, but like I, I don't there's... need a name. A name is just another <laughs> label. I see through the lie of identity. It's stopping us from being one. That's woke. The only yeah, names are stopping the communist revolution from happening. <laughs> the only name you need is comrade. Oh my god. There's like some like move like in India, for instance, when people want to like denounce their caste, they like take away their last name. Whoa. But I think that's kind of cool. Do they just have one name? Yeah. That's already... Hmm. Or Do if they you're get to... Sikh, then you take the name Singh. Or oh! Yeah. Like, Jagmeet Singh, his last name isn't actually Singh. Like, it was something else, but he denounced his, like, cast. Aren't, like, at least, like, 30% of Sikhs in Vancouver, like, called, like, Singh? Yeah, because, like, they the religion, like, rejects... Uh, like, the ha- there's, like, some tenet that, like, rejects... 
uh, caste. And so like they say like Singh means something like that's like designates like a good or respected position. So, so it's trying to be like, yes, like we're all respectable people yeah. or whatever. So some people I think just choose to have that as a last I, name. I'm at McDonald's. It's like, it's sure can, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it means. Um, but Gary's told me before and I can't remember. But I know the the version for women, co-art, means princess. Um, Wait, what? Co-art? Car, like K-A-U-R. Car. There's like a hesitation that is not native to English people. Car. I'm probably not even pronouncing it correctly. Okay, either. maybe I'm neurotically focusing too much. <laughs> so I was trying to, I was trying to give, like, I come across as the most like radical whiny leftist to my parents sometimes. I'm like, your values served you well in your economy. That's something I said <laughs> at dinner tonight, and I kind of stand by that. But it's, it's still funny. I mean, there are ways that kids, like kids of parents, are just gonna be more progressive than their parents just because, like social values do evolve mm-hmm. um and like i mean this i i think i don't know it's hard for me to say because my parents are just like conservative um so like there's nothing that i think that they're more progressive than me on but mm-hmm. like there are definitely things we agree on so yeah even though we come from different like ideological angles Mm-hmm. my dad and I were both like expressing our grievances about liberal identity politics the other day it was like a source of bond. nice <laughs> nice who brought it up um I can't even remember now it just like came into the conversation I had read this article by uh Torre Reed uh he's like a he's the son of Adolf Reed who's like this like black Marxist his name and is Adolf yeah <laughs> but he's like really critical of like uh identity politics as like he kind of sees it as like a sort of foot soldier for like neoliberalism and he's critiques it from like a leftist uh standpoint and uh that should be called a leftist named adolf oh god i i can't get over that when was he named adolf I don't know. Like he's old. He's like a professor emeritus. So he's retired. Like, he's really cool though. You should check out his work. I, I think it's really insightful. Before before um the Second World War or after? Oh, I don't know. It could have been before. If it's I, like he's like, like 95. dude, people are people are no, he's not ninety five. I mean eighty five. Maybe people are named Adolf. Like it's a name. <laughs> he was born in forty seven. I feel like was, that's like oh, the that was time like just, when wasn't it just before. Fuck no, no forty-seven is like after Hitler was over. That was like right after World War Two ended in forty-five. Uh oh, you're right. But I think maybe, it's just a regular news, ass maybe, name. Where was he born? The news didn't get to him. Maybe <laughs> he's American. <laughs> New Orleans. Oh, okay. Um, but. Yeah, I think he's like, uh, I think he's a really good thinker. Um, Imagine if I name my kid Adolf. <laughs> I don't see like it's like if you named your kid oh, Joseph, God. it doesn't mean that you na- you're naming them after Stalin. No, but Adolf maybe okay. Good point. Like, I name one Joseph and one Adolf. <laughs> and one, one Benito. Ma- one Mao. <laughs> and one nine eleven. Like the last child is just called nine eleven. <laughs> it's like uh, Grimes' new child. You're having that child oh, with Grimes. Oh man! <laughs> it's like nine eleven dash like zero five. So I don't know. Whatever they put in their in their names. Haven't heard any news about Grimes lately. I know what the been? fuck. I'm actually happy for like them that she's not in the news because it's never fun. The news is not fun anymore. It's always bad news. No yeah, ever, but like, there's some funny stuff sometimes. sometimes. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I'm trying to think now what was funny, and like I can't even think of any. What the fuck? She she has a cyberpunk 2077 character. Yeah, that's Grimes? sick. Oh, she voices a character. Oh, that's so cool. 
I don't wow. even know what this, any of this. I'm aroused. Is. It's like a, it's like a cool video game. That's like, you should Google it. I don't think you'd like it. Actually, no. You're you're in law school. Let let the next beards enjoy the video games. Okay, but fine. But no, you should you should. It's like a cool video game. It's like a cool video game. Oh man. <laughs> um i'll leave that to you guys yeah no i actually haven't played tetris in like a week because like oh virtue signaling i've been, no, just, yeah. I've, been very, <laughs> I've been very overwhelmed with school yeah you're um, you're a mad lad i well i just want to make sure to do all the reading i'm taking six classes this term like i've never taken six classes in a term before so i'm just a little bit like oh. do you think okay serious question here because i'm just like a constant state of breakdown so i have the privilege to say this but do you think you'll ever have like a breakdown where you drop out of school and like just like sit around for a while i feel like i had that in first year i didn't drop out but like i never went to class and failed everything so okay you think so you think you'll never have another one again mm, it's, like... possible. it's entirely possible <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm like constantly on the verge, but no, actually that's not true. I think since I started taking antidepressants, I've been like way further mm, from breakdown. That's like, the secret. It really is. Like, I'm sorry, but um, I think since I've been, done that and started working out consistently, like the, those two things combined. What, what, really... about, what about when your body betrays you and your knee like disintegrates and then you have to like swim or some bullshit instead of I, like... That's like literally what's happening to me right now. Me too. I swear 25, but not to, not to center myself, but also, so what do you do when it hits really hard? Like, how are you going to not have a breakdown? I'll probably just go myself. No, I'm kidding. Asking um, for <laughs> yeah, no. What if there's always, there's always physical activity you can do to that yeah, works around security. you. Like, it's like, if you're the greatest hockey player in the world, you don't want to like, I don't know, like power lift, you know, it's just like different. You, well, you, know you just it? adapt. Like, oh, I, I, I started getting into running when I couldn't lift. Improvise, really yeah, like overcome. What is that for? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's... Bear Grylls. Okay. Don't know what that is. It's like, I know it from 4chan. It's like a show where he always drinks his own piss. <laughs> it's like the main, like, feature of the it's show. It's like an episode of Moral Oral. Oh, what a classic show that is. I know, I kind of miss it. <laughs> is it, did it get cancelled? No, I just haven't watched it in, like, five years, but... Yeah, I think it kind of ran its course. He didn't have any more, like, parables to share. It's very formulaic. Well, yeah, but it's, it's like, so sweet, but... What's that from? My watch just, just said I'm not sure oh. I understand. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, like... But I, it is funny. They, so there's an episode where uh, the kid, like drinks his own pee and then like sells it to people <laughs> oh yeah what is his dad because he's okay so if those who don't know more oral he's like i think the creator's kind of satirizing his mormon upbringing but his parents try and give him these like wholesome lessons about like helping people and he always misunderstands them yeah like, fuck shit up. but like what does and he say it's like, always like some weird like sexual thing with the dad at the end <laughs> <laughs> it's, like hinted at. it's like really oh, bad classic I mean uh, Terrible. I think there's just like one season of that show and I watched it like one afternoon just like bang 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 no there's more than one season oh man maybe there's only it's only really one good season I hate to trash it but is it from the creators of South Park uh it was on adult swim there's there's uh three seasons and uh maybe uh, uh <laughs> yeah 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 okay oh, no, it's, it's, a pro it's his protestant upbringing forgive me okay that's what i thought because in the show they like i remember they were like rude to the italian and i was like oh probably protestant let me read this funny uh, claymation character Oral Puppington is a young boy who constantly deviates from his Protestant upbringing <laughs> through his parents, school coach, and Reverend Putty. Though, sorry, though his parents, school coach, and Reverend Putty clearly impart their religious values upon him, Oral always misunderstands and for some reason believes that smoking crack is a good thing. <laughs> is okay. 
and impregnating women with a sperm-filled pastry bag is actually a moral thing to do. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Check it out. I haven't seen that one either. That's, oh, man. I want to make a show like that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna drop out of school and make a moral oral when you, based on you, Catholic school. <laughs> when you have your breakdown, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try not to, um, just in case I need my legal education. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are you gonna? I, can I ask you? Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do after law school? Um, I'm gonna take George Bush to the Hague. Really. Yeah. Actually, though? Mm-hmm. Really? And Cheney. And Tony Blair. All right, let's keep it. Let's pick, like, one, and then let's keep it. Are you actually <laughs> going to do this, though, or are you joking? Well, I'm I'm actually interested in international criminal law, so. Okay. So it would be something of that sort. I, I would cool. really like to get one of those people uh-huh. in the Hague. Uh, so I guess I am, you know. I'm literally Googling the Hague. I've seen it memed many times. Oh, it's just the way the International Criminal Court is. Mm. Yeah. Um, But I'm also interested in, like, labor law as well. Mm -hmm. What do you think the future... Oh, fuck it. I don't care. I was going to (laughs) say... What's the future of governance? And I was like, ah. I've already said, I think we're going to have like the tech people be our overlords. How how does that actually happen? Because they're becoming like more powerful in government and like influencing the laws that government makes. Rather, like the government does not uh, have as much like stronghold and power anymore as these like big tech corporations. And so they also have like all of our information um like they have far more access to our personal information that our government has um, they sell them to the government though and I we, guess yeah i mean they, they're not entirely separate um and i think the government has played a role in giving them the power that they have uh-huh. um but yeah i do think that there's um i do think that like there's gonna be something to do with like the tech companies I what think is that's the, fu- the future what is the future of oppression though so like like jeff bezos might be treat his workers awfully but i don't see him that interested in like oppressing people if that makes sense yeah so so this is a good question because i there's there's a myth that i would like to dispel not a myth but but i do think that the left has uh, and not just the left but i i care more about criticizing my own community um I think the left has misused the term oppression and made it like a moralized term when it wasn't originally intended to describe a moralized uh, context. It was just intended to describe a set of social relations. So I don't think that, like, I think you don't need to have the intent to oppress in order to uh, be a foot soldier in oppression or to be engaging uh, in oppression. It's just- um, That's so heavy. So are basically I mean, all foot soldiers in the in the army of oppression? No, I don't think necessarily. Like, I mean, there are ways in which... I wasn't being silly either. That's, like, where my mind first goes. Mm-hmm. No, I think there are just ways in which um, people perpetuate it. And I think, like, the fundamental way in which oppression... Okay, like, first of all, the, to define oppression, it's, like, a sort of um, systematic... Uh, and wrongful uh, disadvantaging of a group with shared characteristics, it's shared and identifiable characteristics. Um, and, and I think that the oppression that pertains to capital um, is gonna be the most significant one because our livelihoods are first, uh, like primarily tied to our economic interests. Uh-huh. Um, and so, I mean, this doesn't mean that, (laughs) and this is like a critique that Marx had of the early socialists, because the socialists before Marx were like, okay, this is just a matter of like the evil boss exploiting us because like he wants to, uh, you know, just further his interests and like he's exploiting us because he can. And Marx is like, okay, well, yes, there's exploitation that's occurring. 
Um, but it's it's not that the it's not just that workers are beholden to the will of the boss. It's that the boss is actually beholden to the will of this like chaotic market forces that he can't control mm -hmm. either. And so, and this mm -hmm. is like an amoral process. It's not, uh, it's not through like this caricaturized, like evil big boss. That's just like that, that being like the puppet master of uh, the economy. That's not to say that, uh, people in economic places of power don't influence uh, political processes because they absolutely do. But I think that we've um, over-moralized relations of oppression and over-moralized the term oppression and it's made the meaning seem, uh, I think it's, it's misled people on uh, the meaning and it's misled the discourse. Would you say that it's become more of a a political value statement than it is of uh, an economic reality kind of is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think one of the great examples here was um, like uh, when everyone got mad at Bernie for um, saying that, like, like or supposedly saying to Elizabeth Warren, like, it's going to be harder to win if you're a woman. People took that as a statement of value rather than a statement of fact. Mm -hmm. um and like moralize that to be like oh this means he's a sexist mm -hmm. when it was probably just an observational claim based on like history and and polling stats mm -hmm. and like opinion surveys which just objectively show that people are less uh likely to vote for a woman yeah um and and like this, again that's a statement of fact not value um but i think people often interpret statements of fact as statements of value um which was the original like critique that Marx had of the socialists before him. Um, and so I think it's important to keep that in perspective because yeah. it doesn't really do us any you favors. Know, I'm becoming my outward lib face. When I first heard that, that anecdote about, or supposed anecdote about uh, Stuth, angry stew throwing stepdad, what's his name again? Oh. Bernie, uh, but I was totally on his side, but now I'm more like, mm, that's not a very important thing to say. What? I don't, I, so I'm just, no, I'm just, do, oh, what? the thing about, that's the thing to Yeah, win. I'm becoming a lib. I think that's the problem. <laughs> and I also think we should come up with a different term because it's kind of like inflammatory to like be constantly owning the libs. Because <laughs> um, like, I know what you mean, but. You know? No, yeah, I think also like liberalism is such a broad term. Like so, there's so many different kinds of liberalism, and like I'm guilty of it too. Where you say, "Oh, the libs," because it's like, what does that mean? The libs. There's so many libs. Same with the left. There's so many different kinds of leftists. It's same with we just conservatives. Use it. Yeah, same with conservatives. Absolutely. There's neocons. There's like non-interventionist conservatives. There's it's, it's there's like libertarian conservatives. It's just, it's a very like. Chad, UBI, libertarian conservative. Um, but, okay, so what term do we use to, to, to criticize these, these people that we, me and you both don't like? Because, like, we both, we, I think we kind of dislike each other's side a little, I'll be on, like, a little bit, if mm -hmm. I'm being, like, to, like, or at least when I go on Reddit, they, like, trigger me intensely. But, so what term do we use for this? What, like, who we would traditionally call the libs? Yeah. Or, like, um, because that's not even, like, a traditional usage of the term libs, because, like, the intricacy of identity politics is, like, new. I don't know if that's a fashionable way to say it, but I think you know what I'm saying. Like, the, Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, like, I think it's very hard to, um, if I'm referring to liberalism in the economic sense, or, like, as the economic rationality, I'll usually use the term like coupled with human rights discourse i'll usually use the term neoliberalism okay um like when liberalism speaks of its economics in terms of uh human rights uh-huh um maybe and, maybe sorry keep going uh when it's like identity politics i just call it identitarian liberalism um okay. or identitarian leftism if it comes from the left rather than the libs Maybe labeling uh, this is a is a divisive and destructive endeavor. Yeah, but I mean, I'm like sometimes it just point, helps to have curious. like conceptual clarity. Um, but clarity is tight. Oh fuck, yeah. But I think you know, for me, 
I really do empathize with a lot of conservative frustrations I, because I was raised around conservatives. And so like, I know, like, like I think a lot of the caricatures are not fair. Um, mm-hmm. But I think in general, like if you're getting your info about any group just from the internet and not from like other methods, it's like gonna give you the worst picture for sure. And we're so all guilty you're shooting, of that. You're shooting shots at me. No, no, it's not just you. Is this like 10% political engagement where they're probably going to get most of their stuff from the internet and they might read a book like every year? No, for sure. I, I'm just thinking. But then, but then, but then that's like most people. Yeah. And then, but I think what you see is then they just stop doing politics like at all. They just like disengage. Is that I bad? Think- so I think like like for instance something I've been really critical of the left, uh, like on in terms of internet politics is like they'll see like some human rights infographic on Instagram, with like pastel backgrounds and like the sentences will be repeating, and people just share them without like, and they won't even have a source in them, you know, mm-hmm. and then people like form their political conceptions based on these like simplistic Instagram graphics. I, I honestly have to say this might be like a classic cliche thing, but I honestly think they're, they're this creates so much like inside rage of like most people. Yeah. It, like, and it, I don't know where it's going to show up, but it, I mean, and then the obvious thing is like Trump, but. Well, this is what worries me about the internet. Um, and I watching porn is healthier than internet politics no just kidding <laughs> they're very similar i think um absolutely but... <laughs> the other side but i think there are ways like i don't know I and mean, obviously you can't make people like fact check but i think we need to normalize this idea of not just believing everything you see normalize well that's the thing this is the classic internet play is like something vaguely progressive and then like someone's like are you sure and then someone else is like you fucking asshole yeah yeah yeah. but i think it's like you know it's really important to check sources and like i you know i've i've been in arguments with people um about certain things where like they've been like well read the article and then the source that's in the article it links to something that's very dubious Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, well, no, like, did you click on what the article cited as a source? Did you because check the source of the source? Yeah, but it's important, right? Like, the it's source is all the way down. No, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm being kind of a dick, but you're right. But also, I don't see an end to this. Maybe there's not, right? Like, they're, like we never know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, like, my view has always been to try and constrain the capricious an arbitrary power that people have over each other mm-hmm. so that people might have shitty attitudes but like their shitty attitudes isn't aren't going to like fuck with you too much i just got a text hoping it's from the love of my life so that's exciting but also i have to say part of the reason i got into podcasting is so that i could make music almost as a form of defense because most of the people that i saw sensationalized in like a vox article when i actually saw what they had to say i was like okay this is not offensive or a big deal um Mm -hmm. and i wanted to be able to kind of say things and write songs like more freely Mm -hmm. um so that i'm that ties into what you're saying that i forget how it does but it does no i think like you know podcast is a great medium because people just talk freely Mm -hmm. but like when you make a post you wait in anticipation and then people comment on it and then you comment back and then you wait for them to comment like it's 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 a very different kind of thing where like in a podcast you just like let the conversation come out and then there can be commentary also face to face i'm i'm so guilty of this but i i love an internet like pissing match and i'm like full fight or flight mode but then face to face Mm -hmm. i probably wouldn't say like yeah 90 percent of the things that i say on the internet which is yeah absolutely I, i'm ashamed because people know, like, are less like humanized on the internet yeah um, the podcast good <laughs> what else what other takeaways? sports community sports, sports. Good. yeah um what's bad no there's enough bad yeah creation is wholesome join us join a sports club mm-hmm. and uh 
Share your or, results on it with us. Or even become religious. Like, it's not my thing, oh, but it fuck, might you be yours. That? So, that who am I? So anxious. Take that away. <laughs> who am I to put it in a bottle? <laughs> Just, oh. Very niche reference that, like, no one's going to... Yeah, Who am I to put it in a bottle? Is that the tube? But if you get it, then... Who would uh, want to put it in a tube? No, no. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The blood of Christ. I mean, if it helps you... Fuck, but then... That, like, on a conscious level, being to someone like, oh, who's a good boy? If religion helps you, go get religion. Like, no, that's not what I, I mean. I know it's not what you're saying, but that's, like, for me personally, how, like... If it's not true, then I'm not going to waste my time with this shit. But maybe it is true. That's what well, I'm at. It's unfalsifiable. So, like, that's just, it's just about you making a leap. Using your fancy words. I just, you know what I mean by true, though. We, I, I have a temper, I'm temperamentally and formatively inclined to believe in an objective truth and to pursue it regardless of the likelihood or the falsifiability of, of said truth. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just think, like, like, I've tried in my life to, like, try and convince myself to be religious. Yeah. But I, I think there's a, a lot of things that we believe in or do that, like, we might not be able to prove, but it's just, like, the ritual just, like, helps. You know? Yeah. Like, like there's nothing that tells me that running a certain amount of kilometers per week is, like gonna be like the right amount but i just like believe that like i set it out i set out the goal and then i'm like all right i guess i just have to do it yeah you and tyson fury are always telling me to have a routine and exercise (laughs) (laughs) yeah we have a lot in common yeah definitely high high workload champions for sure (laughs) we also look the exact same (laughs) (laughs) Uh, should we should we end it yeah, yeah, we were coming up on time. But uh, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Stay tuned for the sister pod and uh, uh, be well on this, uh, this solemn day. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Lots of love. Goodbye.